Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you are joining us. Today is part two and the conclusion of a great interview we started yesterday with our good friend, Tom Donnan. And as we've been discussing, the end-time deception taking place in the world today is real. If you missed any of yesterday's portion of the interview, go back and catch up. Everything Tom has been sharing with us points to one thing and one thing only. The soon return of Jesus is about to happen. Amen? All right, let's jump back into the conclusion of this interview now with Tom Donnan as we continue our discussion on the end-time deception taking place right now. If you stop and think about it, that's the same pattern Adolf Hitler used when he first went to power, you know, separating the groups into two camps, you know, and, you know, they, they, they here the Democrats are talking, you know, about the, you know, the conservatives are the fascists. But yet, if you look at the policies being imposed, the liberals are actually the fascists, you know, I mean, it, it's, Someone once said, I heard this a couple of years back, I can't, maybe on Sean Hannity or something like that. They said, if you want to see, oh, it, it was, uh, I can't remember the, the name of, of the organization. It's a communist organization that everything is like their playbook. It's not the Marxist thing. But, but anyway, they said, accuse your opponent of everything you're doing. So they have to defend themselves. And when they defend themselves, it makes them look guilty type thing, you know, and, and you can continue doing what you're doing. But uh, because then when they come back and say it to you, you're just saying, you're just saying that because I already accused you of it type thing. Right? Yeah. But that's what we're seeing, you know. Yes, it is. And and it's it's our founding fathers have to be rolling over in the grave right now. I mean, they established these these principles, the checks and balances. And, you know, the only thing we had going for us was the Supreme Court was outside of politics. And we see all the turmoil going on with the Supreme Court right now that, uh, you know, Congress wants to, you know, remove their legitimacy you know, type thing. And it's, it's just not good for the United States right now. And if that's not enough, we've heard Congress, you know, saying for years they're going to go after the rich to pay, you know, their fair share of taxes, you know, but they just authorized an additional funding for 87,000 new IRS agents and gave them the power to use lethal force in the enforcement of their duties. How can 87,000 agents be needed to go after the 1% that they, you know, that the liberals kept saying, you know, that they're the ones that we have to go after to, to make them pay their fair share. 87,000 ages to go after 1%. Did you see anything about that? That's so scary. You know, that's uh, the analogy of the frog being in the pot, right? 
Okay, so uh, when you hear this, you, you just can't believe that they're going to go down this path. There's no dying, denying it now. They're going down this path. Yeah. And if it's not stopped, uh, we're going to have people that are going to be scrutinizing our our taxes for whatever reason. And the, just like um, what has happened with um, the president and the uh, Mar-a-Lago uh, incident, right? Right. They just make something up as a justification to do it. So they might be IRS agents, but it doesn't mean that they are going to be following the rules like we're watching all over the country in order to make life uncomfortable for um, those that oppose their agenda. And this is the scary part that is, is either you're with us or you're not going to be with us and we're going to be controlling you. That seems to be very um, blatant in society right now. Yeah, there was what, 20 years ago, I think it was Bill Clinton's presidency when uh, they had the IRS doing something political. I can't remember exactly what it was right now, but uh, I remember there was a big uproar, you know, about using the IRS to go after your political opponents and and the IRS had to back off because they weren't ready yet, that Satan had jumped the gun a little bit. But now, well, okay, like, oh, yeah. okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, they can do that. Go after the rich. Yeah. But little do they know if when you say, you know, yeah, I've got the mileage deductions on paper I'm written out. And then they come in five years later, say, show us your mileage deductions for this year's taxes. And you can't have it. Exactly. You're going to jail. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible. That is a potential. Yeah. As we're going down this path. And this is where, how much time do we have? Do we, can we reach the ear of God and him and he comes in and brings us extra time for the good of saving more souls? This is what I'm hoping. I thought I saw that in May when I was in the Grand Canyon on government land. I had that dream where like on a razor's edge, uh, the owner showed up and started taking back authority. No, and I'm hoping that that was a message and I've been praying into that message for some time now be able to have that because we have so many people that need to, to hear the gospel. But I'll tell you what, you know, like uh, in Illinois, you know, we got a lot of corruption here, you know, shock of all shocks. You know, <laughs> I think we've had more governors go to jail than any other state, you know. And so uh, it's a hard spiritual environment. And in order to really see a move of God, we need to have that Holy Spirit wave and that presence. And it's hard to break through this atmosphere here, but we got a church right here in Joliet that is doing an amazing job. As a matter of fact, uh, yesterday when I was in church, Joliet First Assembly, I'm I'm watching every I'm a watcher, right? I, I want to see what's going on. And uh, then all of a sudden, I heard that soft, still voice. You ever hear that soft, still voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was almost too loud in there for me to hear it. And then I heard uh, God say, "This." is my church in whom I am well pleased. Mm, Wow. Amen. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I was uh, absolutely amazed at that. And I was just so shocked because uh, there are, there are a number of churches out there that I don't think he's really too pleased with. No. But in this particular case, it, it said a huge thing. So uh, people are being impacted by the spiritual presence showing up in visitations. And I'm, I believe that they're going to go to habitation. Now, when habitation happens, it's like the Holy of Holies where the presence is always there. And then people start coming and uh, receiving it and going elsewhere. Now, we need that on a huge scale. And it comes back to this convergence thing. If God doesn't show up to slow this down, 
uh, we have only a limited amount of time to reach people for their sakes. Now, let me tell you what happened when I was in uh, Taylor's, South Carolina. I was on an interview with uh, Pastor Annie Brighton, and uh, we were talking about stuff like this, right? Uh, that night, I had uh, two mini visions. Now, usually my mini visions, as I'm falling asleep, in between uh, being awake and being asleep, I will see into the spiritual realm and I'll see a message. And so as I'm falling asleep, uh, usually they only last a few seconds, right? And so as I'm falling asleep, I'm seeing people on a path that is walking along the road, right? And so maybe it was like two or three seconds. And then I, I pulled back because it's like startling. And then as I fell asleep, now this one went on for some time. Now there wasn't 20 or 30. We're talking, you know, like 30 seconds of watching people go by. And that's was the result of the conversation on there is that people are realizing, oh, this is like really true. Like you and I have been doing for two years now, trying to get people to see you need to have that strong foundation on the Lord. And people were getting off the fence and getting on the path and on their spiritual Amen. journey. Amen. And so this is what we're trying to get people stirred up to is to get off the fence and get it totally into the, the kingdom of God and walk out their spiritual journey because we need that strong foundation. Amen. Amen. And that foundation comes from the word of God, from committing yourself to the word of God, not. How can I say this, Lord? Not the works of God. You know, God doesn't need you to do works for him. He needs you to be his work. You need to be used by God in God's work. You know, you can't say, oh, I'm going to do this for God. No, the way it needs to work is God says, I need you to go do this. Yeah. You know, you're, you're his workmanship. Yeah. Not the works you're doing for him. Yeah. You are his workmanship. You know, exactly. He needs to, everyone you come across needs to see God in you, not you working for God. Well, it's true. I like that. All right. So, all right. I'm older, right? I'm older than you are. So the thing is, is that a lot, a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Is that I I have no time to be going off in my own direction because that's, that's stuff that's going to be burned up in the fire. No. And I don't have any time to be wasting in order to that. So I need to hear clearly and then move forward. Amen. And that's a challenge in, in doing that. But yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We'll get back on, on the topic of, you know, the state of, we'll call it the state of the union. Uh, the, you know, did you see that they even sent the FBI to corner Mike uh, Lindell and uh, Taco Bell or whatever it was and confiscate us out. Could you imagine being in the drive-thru and they block you in and I guess it was Arby's. They block you in so you can't escape. The FBI jumps out of their cars and says, give us your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes. I, I was on my way back from Wisconsin when I was listening to that uh, YouTube and I'm thinking to myself, okay, look at, they started at the top down. They did it with the president I, people have all kinds of feelings about the president, but what they have just done with set up presidents because it's not been done before, yeah. right? So they made an excuse. I'm I'm concerned that they made an excuse, and now they're going after um, people who have supported them 
the uh, subpoena for his lawyers. You know, it's an intimidation thing where, okay, we're going to, if you even think about voting for him or supporting him, we're going to show up at your door. It's an intimidation process because they know that if he gets back into the race, he knows he's going to get the votes. And so therefore they're trying to scare the living daylights out of anybody that's considering the voting for him. And that is, that is terrible. That is a huge, huge red flag that this is not the America that I grew up in. Oh yeah. Yeah. Far from it. You know, my wife asked me the other day if I thought that president would president Trump actually run again. I said, before the 2024 elections, they will indict him on something, even if they don't have any proof. I mean, it's case will get dismissed. They're going to indict him just so he can't run, you know? And, and then once the election, well, the, the Republicans nominate whoever, you know, then maybe the, well, you know, we're just going to dismiss the charges, but they will do whatever they can to make sure he cannot be on the ballot. And that's the thing. Well, here's here's the part that gets me so concerned is the deception part. Yeah, because the the people who there are a a good portion of the population, you know, let's let's just throw out a number of 25 percent that buys this hook, line and sinker. Then you have those that are indifferent um, and uh, don't really care, which is a shock, because how can you live in today's society and be indifferent? No. And then you have those that are rallying to try to bring change. And to bring the changes is that they they want to see different people in leadership. And those that are in leadership, they don't want to lose their jobs because they know if they lose their jobs, they're going to be in trouble. So um, it's a vicious power struggle that we're watching take place. And so that's a a serious concern. And I know I said that a bunch of times, but we're (laughs) in troubling times. Oh, amen. Amen. You know, it's definitely light versus dark. You know, I mean, it's like, as we said in the beginning, darkness is trying to play their hand right now. And you see it all over. Matter of fact, as we get ready to close, did you see the video that Pastor Jimmy Evans posted uh, interviewing Josh Peck, someone we're both familiar with and uh, theorizing that the uh, that that inter- molecule collider or whatever the, the, the organization calls CERN. But it, that was built over the door of what they are claiming is the infamous abyss from Revelation. What do you think about all that? Well, OK, so it's like being fed information at a proper time to escalate the time frame. Right. Because if we are getting close to the end of the age. Right. And doesn't it say in Revelation that the door of the abyss is open and then all yep. these horrible demons come out? Yep. You know, I, what I have learned is that uh, in times past. Uh, it's changing now, though. In times past, uh, the United States has not had to deal with severe levels of demonic powers. Right? We've been a Christian nation for a long time. And because of that, we have our problems, but it's not as bad like being in Africa or or other places where, the, you know, Nepal, I know, is is, is uh, spiritually um, void you know, of God's presence for the most part. Right. But now what's happening is that we're seeing this escalation of demonic warfare. And uh, it scares me because when I have these, when I'm praying for places, if I get it wrong, I'm now confronted by these territorial spirits and it's not pleasant. But then I realize just how bad things are. Now, demons hate human beings and they want to do everything that they can to uh, make sure that we don't gain what they lost, which is heaven. No. And in heaven is the, is the goal. And of course, being in the saturating love of God, 
is uh, going to be a blessing for all of eternity for us. So therefore, the wages of the, the fight is increasing. And in that increase, you have an escalation of the demonic warfare. And now we find out that they built CERN over um, a Roman city yeah. that was named for that abyss. Yeah. No? Yeah. And then they built CERN on top of it. So yeah. that's that's pretty amazing information. And, and normally when there's some type of construction going on and they come across an archaeological dig, everything stops. <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. And they're going to take years to excavate these ruins, you know, and, you know, they didn't do that there. Just said, move them. <laughs> Keep digging. Yeah. So it's. That falls right into the timeline, doesn't it? Yeah. We see the escalation. And then uh, let's just throw this in there. And that would be about the arrival of five heifers in Israel. Oh, yeah. Right? That just happened. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's just like yesterday or the day before. Right. So what is the significance of that? They need a perfect red heifer, which means if there's one white hair or a different hair color, it's not perfect. Right. They can't pluck it out. They're not going to do that. It has to be perfect. And and what they're saying is that they have five that they believe are candidates for perfect red heifer. It will be sacrificed so that it can be used for the uh, ceremony of anointing the new third temple, yep. which plays and, into the end times. Yep. And with all the trouble going on in Israel right now and you know the, the Jordan and, and you know the Palestinians and all that. This is the olive branch of, well, let them have their temple. You can have your temple and, you know, and be both of you can be up there on the temple Mount. And that's what they're waiting for. You know, I mean, this, again, it falls right into the timeline. It fulfills scripture. Yes. There can be no argument that the Bible is 100% accurate. Yes. Not at all. You know? It's just a matter of the timing. And well, again, you know, we talked about before the, the asteroid Apophis in, in the year 2029, which just happens to be seven years from now. And then NASA came out and said, oh, no, 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 it's not going to impact this. Don't worry about it. You know, there's a possibility on its return trip, it'll get closer, but we're not sure about that one yet. Well, seven years from now is 2036. So, you know, either way, it's a seven year tribulation period. Now, is it going to be starting 2022 when we're not done with this year yet, you know, or is it going to be, you know, somewhere in between? Yes. It doesn't matter because someone listening to us right now may not even see 2023. They may not see October 1st. We have no control over the moment when you have to stand before Jesus, you know, and, and, you know, as we've been talking about, you know, sharing about the end days and things happening every night on the nightly news and, and prophecies are concerned related to the return of Jesus, everything that's happened with the, everything that needs to happen has already happened except the rapture. I mean, that's the only thing remaining is the rapture and it's about to happen again. Is it going to be 2022, 2023? Who knows? But, you know, 
these are definitely exciting times to be living in, despite all the bad happening around us. Why? Because we are going to be able to usher in the return of our king. And we've been watching, uh, you know, the burial or the funeral of Queen Elizabeth. Well, you know, they've anointed King Charles now. Well, we're going to be ushering in King Jesus. Amen. And he's going to restore all things under his authority, not our government's authority, not under Russian authority or Taliban authority, or but his kingdom authority. Amen. Uh, Tom, if someone is on the fence and they're wondering, well, I really don't know if I'm saved or not, or, or all this sounds, wow, it all makes sense the way they discussed it. I need, I need to get saved. That's what I need. Tom, can you pray for them right now? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Father, we lift up to these, uh, lift up to you these people right now, and we ask that you'd cover them with the blood of Christ on the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, that you'd station your strong warring angels and ministering angels around them, that you would bring an envelope of your presence to surround them, Father, soften their hearts, open up their ears to hear, their minds to perceive, their eyes to see, and we ask that, that you would bring them into salvation. Now, um, to invite Jesus into your heart and life, please pray with me. Dear Father God, I thank you for your son, Jesus, and the work he did on the cross. He shed his blood to pay the price for all sins. I say, Father, I am a sinner. I am sorry for the pain my sins have caused you. Please forgive me. Now I invite you, Jesus, to come into my heart and into my life, and I want to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I appreciate that, Tom. Praise the Lord. I mean, folks, if you prayed that prayer with Tom Donner right now, let us know. You know. Reach out to Tom down in the show notes. Tom, how can someone get in touch with you? That would be through my email, which is healingthenation1776 at gmail.com. Amen. So, you know, reach out to Tom down in the show notes. Just click the link right there. You can email him and they can order your books for free. All right. Uh, the Zoe Healing Center. Zoe Healing Center, there is a book tab, and there are several free books there, and three of them are mine. One is Healing the Nation, which started my authorship, and then two other novels that are on there. Plus, if they wanted any of the other books, they can um, order them through there. Amen. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Tom, Don, and myself, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like 
never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success. Thank you.